0: Namaste, bitches, live in DC. Get your tickets now at livenation.com. Hey, guys, so welcome back to the podcast. I feel like I am almost back to normal. I feel like I sound much better. Because when I recorded a podcast last week, I didn't realize I sounded like that. Like, I sounded really raspy. Like, I feel like if it is your first time listening it, obviously you wouldn't be able to tell. But, like, I definitely sounded so raspy and hoarse. Like, is that the word for it? Like, raspy. Yeah, definitely raspy. I just feel like I'm almost back to normal. I sound like myself. (laughs) I'm happy about it. Yeah, I guess progress, right? I feel like it's not completely out of my system. My throat is still very dry. And not to mention, I mean, I feel like this is going to be part of the update of what we are talking today. Like, monkeypox now. Like, what is going on in this world? Like, I feel like we are not even out of the woods with uh, COVID. And now we just have another emergency. Like, I don't think its they're calling it pandemic. They're saying an endemic. I don't know. There's a word for it. But WHO, which is World Health Organization, declared um, monkeypox as the like emergency situation and stuff like that. And apparently this has been like a thing going on for, like, the, um, for a while. So like apparently U.S. wasn't taking it seriously, which I'm not surprised. Honestly, I feel like everything is a joke in this country. I mean, I know I live in this country, but especially healthcare. I don't know. It's a joke. Legit like a joke. Like, speaking of that, (laughs) let me tell you guys this, because I don't want to keep talking about monkeypox. All I know is like, it's ridiculous. All I want to mention is before I say my experience with healthcare is that people are, media is essentially taking this word of like monkeypox is like, oh my God, it's like sexually transmitted or through like whatever whatever contact, it's essential skin contact. But the way they are saying you no know, media, it makes it sound like it's STI, like or STD, but it's not an STD because they're like, oh, gay people, people who have like, you know, a relationship with men have that, or get it. But I'm like, but you just say it's not an STD, but then you say this is like doesn't make any sense. Like it's so ridiculous to me that they are putting it as like, oh, it's a gay disease or whatever. It's like absolutely ridiculous because now toddlers have got it uh, and you cannot just say that like toddlers had sex like that's ridiculous so i don't know i just want to put it out there that like in case you are listening to this i want to put it out there that it's just a disease like it's not like gay disease or anything it's just skin contact and um, i just think everyone needs to be careful it's not just for gay people everyone can get this hence you should get vaccinated if you're eligible. Just want to put it out there. But anyways. That's my quick rant. About monkeypox. But let me tell you guys. About healthcare. So. I never. I recently changed my insurance. You know. Being after you pass 26. You know. You cannot have your parents insurance. And you have to do your own insurance and stuff. And also I don't think I ever had PCP. You know what they call like primary care. Primary care doctor, provider. I never had that. So this time around, I was like, well, since I have this insurance, this expensive insurance, why not get a PCP? I mean, they already assigned me one, but this is why I want to get into details. So they assigned me one and I was just like, okay, it's fine because I looked it up. She was a nurse practitioner and my sister was like, oh, it's totally fine. There are a lot of PCPs who are nurse practitioners. I was like, okay, great so i call to the to her office to make an appointment for my annual you know like just check up and stuff then this person is like no she's like in the she does like gynecology or something like you're not like the, she doesn't take patients like male patients or whatever it was just very odd her explanation but i get it so she's like oh you have to change your um PCP. I was like, okay, because it's not like I even chose this. I was just assigned when I signed up to this insurance. So I, me and my sister, we go through this list from the insurance website and find some doctors. And we find like two, maybe that was like good, right? And on the website, when we are choosing this search, we were doing the search, we specifically chose accept new patients. And it says it, it accept new patients. Which is kind of ridiculous to me that like you even have to choose this. But I guess that's how ridiculous the system is. It's like, I guess they're so busy or I don't know, like so backed up. I'm so confused why they don't accept new patients. Anyways, so this one person I find that says accept new patients. So because I never experienced it, I thought I will just, you know, change it in the system, which I changed it. Then I was like, oh, I can make an appointment later. I didn't realize to check to make sure... They accept new patients. Like I should have called, which I did call, but like doctor never answered. I left him like voicemails twice. But after I changed my PCP to him, I called him again just to make an appointment. Then he finally gives me a call back and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't accept new patients anymore because I'm so backed up and I have too many patients. And I was like, how long? And he's like, for unseeable future. Um, I was like, oh, great. So now I'm trying to find the name of the second doctor that I really liked. And I can't seem to find it because I don't remember it. And I kept looking at my search history and I can now find her name. All I remember is that she's Australian. And I even found some other doctors on the website. And one of them, she looked decent and very close to me. It was like, she was decent, but mostly because she was so close to me that Mount Sinai, I was like, oh, this is so convenient, it will be awesome. Imagine, I call back, again, on the website, it says, accept new patients. I call back, I mean, I call to the number and tell her name and be like, I would like to make an appointment with her her as a new patient. This person is like, oh, um, I'm sorry, she doesn't accept new patients. Like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, what is up with this? Like, I get it, people are busy and everything, but what are these new people are going to do? And this whole PCP thing is so ridiculous because like within 30 days that I got my insurance, I can change the PCP. If I don't change it by then, I can only change my PCP after six months, which is kind of ridiculous. I feel like I'm so frustrated with this. Like, I feel like they should assign you someone that like accept your patients and you can just make an appointment right away. That would be so easy. And there's just so many bad reviews, guys. Like this is the part that's like so scaring crazy you know some people waiting too long and like not being treated right and everything I mean thank god like I am mostly healthy but like I still want to have some sort of a PCP that like knows what they're doing and the office is like responsible like I don't want to go to some dark alley and like do that because like it's not like it's cheap this insurance so I'm like I deserve some decency I don't know everyone deserves it to be honest not just me but I'm just saying the how ridiculous this situation is and all I want to tell you guys is that like watch out the healthcare in this comp in this system in this country it's just so ridiculous to me and um I don't know like I I just hope that I will find a PCB and like hopefully I mean it's not it won't be end of the world I guess I can just make a annual checkup with any clinic but it's just so ridiculous to me that like I have to go through all those loopholes and like I have to call multiple times to make sure that they accept new patients it is so ridiculous to me because I feel like insurance company should make sure that like that list or the search that you are doing it's accurate because like how many times am I going to give a call to someone and on top of it nine out of ten when you call them they don't answer or they're busy, like, what's up with that? You know? Anyways, that is my little rant about my experience. I just wanted to put it out there because it's not a really pleasant experience to go through. Now let's get onto today's episode. So today I want us to talk about comparison. This is something I feel like I have definitely talked about before, especially comparing yourself on social media very common topic but today we will talk about social comparison social comparison is essentially comparing yourself in that same field with other people like other your co-workers or you know the industry you are at people around you you know social environment not necessarily people you work with it could be people you know your friends could be even family you know or even your husband or significant other girlfriend wife all kinds of stuff uh it's just social meaning like everyone essentially around you it doesn't necessarily mean like just you know your co-worker or people in the circle that you work with But it essentially means that like Sometimes in this circle When someone else gets this I don't know Promotion Better opportunity Or More pay I don't know Like different job Or moves to another place And like that place is kind of like Maybe you were picturing moving Or you thought that maybe it would be you who moves first like start a new chapter or something like that and that makes it seem like you know they are moving on to better and like bigger things this is called upward social comparison and this is something that like meaning like you know they have their own to better things and you're not so <clears throat> it makes you think you know that like oh my god like you haven't really done so well and like what are you doing with yourself? And like it's hard. I have to be honest with this because I feel like every single time I say that, like, oh my god, like, you know, you can't just do that. You cannot compare yourself to others. But especially when you are in a similar circle. Because I feel like this family and friends, or even significant other, it is slightly different. But especially when you have co-workers or in my case, you know, there's not so much like I have coworkers. workers It's more like I know people in the industry and we are in a similar path. So obviously if someone gets an opportunity, then I don't get it. And also the, suck, like the part that sucks the most is that like with uh, coworkers and stuff, unless they tell you or if the gossip is going around... You're not going to know Right But like The way things work Is like Because of social media People share things And not to say like They shouldn't People should share Their achievements Accomplishments and stuff But it's like You know You're going to see That like They get that opportunity They get that campaign That you applied But you didn't get it This happened very recently I mean All applause to that guy Who got the campaign Good for him Get the money Whatever I didn't get it it's cool, I mean, no hard feelings, I'm just saying Or there's a time that, like, I think this got, this girl got the commercial and I didn't And I know for a fact that, like, I did also apply to that commercial And um, it just didn't happen You know, like, not everything is meant to be And I am totally okay with that at this point But, I mean, it still sucks I feel like we say to ourselves that let's not do it This is not healthy or whatever But let's be real Like, let's be super 100% real. It hurts to see that, like, other people accomplished something that you have been trying to do. It definitely hurts. As much as we say it doesn't, it truly hurts. Especially because of social media these days. People share everything. 9 out of 10, you're going to see it. I remember a couple times... um, we went to events or something And a couple models and like influencers they're, they're all together It's kind of like a mixed crowd And I remember they were just saying the same thing That like uh, because of social media Like in the past You wouldn't know if this girl got the gig Like you applied together That's cool Or like you saw them at the casting or whatever But like now you know they got it Because they're going to share it Not to share it like to shove it in your face Because people shouldn't be like you know, scared to share their accomplishments just because it's going to make someone else feel bad because that's not what I'm trying to say and that has nothing to do with them. It has more to do with yourself if you feel uncomfortable or if you feel a certain way but it's more to do is like, you know you're going to see it and I feel like that part truly sucks and that's where the feeling of comparison starts and that's why I want to talk about how We can stop this comparison and there are a couple ways to it again none of these are easy and by no means I'm saying that I am better (laughs) and I am doing these this is also for me to apply some of this to myself because I'm telling you guys there are times that I say to myself I am so good with this I'm so happy that I accomplished this this then literally it only takes one thing just one thing I see on social media or one thing that pops up in my emails or just one thing that happens in life. Then it just, that it takes literally that one thing. Then all of a sudden I'm just like, I disregard all the things that I have accomplished and I'm just kind of like, well, you know, it is what it is and it happened. Also, I don't know if you guys can hear. That was just the sound of my email. <laughs> Anyways, off track. Now, let me talk to you guys about the ways That you can stop comparing yourself. Number one thing. This is something I feel like I have mentioned this in one of the episodes. When I was talking about like comparing yourself on social media. This one is not specific as social media. Because it's more like social comparison. Focusing on your own path. But it's very similar to what I mentioned in there. I think it's so easy to just be like. Oh my god. Like this person is doing better than me. Or other way around how someone else is doing worse than you and you feel like oh my god like I thank god I'm doing so much better but the problem is in here is that like you're comparing yourself to them and everyone the best way to put it is this everyone has different goals and you cannot just be like oh my god like yeah they achieved this but I didn't but you have to always think about is that like They're not you, like, everyone is on a different path and different goal. We have to think about that, like, we cannot necessarily compare that. Like, our achievements are very different. Although it might seem similar, but it's just not the same. Because all I know for sure that, like, there was times that, like, I wanted certain things and other people got it. And then I realized, like, well, even if I got this thing, would it even make sense to me? Like, would it work for me? Is this going to make me happy? Or is this going to bring more opportunities for me? Or is this really something that I want right now? Maybe it's just not meant for me to be there right now. Like, for years, (laughs) I still do. Not to say that I'm not, because I want to be completely honest with you guys. For years I have been wanting to get verified, you know, that check mark. I don't care at this point what platform I get it at. Uh, either on Instagram, on TikTok, even Twitter for that sake. I wouldn't care. Maybe Pinterest too. I mean at this maybe even even if it happens on Pinterest, I literally wouldn't mind. But I remember there was a point that I wanted this to happen so badly. And I mean so badly that I spent a couple thousand dollars. I don't know. It was a couple. It was definitely a few thousand dollars. And I was really hoping that I would get it. Then I didn't get it. So it's cool, whatever. But then I also realized that like at this point, the way the verification has become, yes, you can get verified. And like you can, if you spend tons of money, I'm telling you guys, you can get verified. And these days is like, A lot of people are getting verified, not to throw shade at like, oh my God, they don't deserve it. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's like, if you have the money, you can definitely get verified. But from my perspective, I was thinking that like, if I'm going to, if a couple thousand wasn't that big deal, not to say like, oh my God, a couple thousand is not a lot, still a lot. But like from the perspective for business, sometimes you have to spend money to make money. So I saw that perspective. But I could not justify to spend tens of thousands of dollars just to get verified because that's what the quotas are right now. Like if you spend like, I don't know, 15 to 20K with like some companies, they can get you verified. But then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I want it so badly. I want to get verified just like other influencers. But what is that going to do to me? Yes, like being, an inf- like being an influencer and having, having a, that verified check mark, it means a lot. It shows that you're a credible source, like you're known on social media, you're known on like news outlets and stuff like that. But does it bring a lot of money? Does it make sense for your business? Because if I'm going to spend that much money, right, like 15 to 10K, that would mean that like I must be making more than that a month. And I have to be honest. I don't make twenty k a month, not right now. So that's just that's not what I do. That's not what I make. I'm being hundred percent honest. So it didn't make sense to me because I have to think about like if I spend that my much money, how much of it I'm gonna get it back, especially because like at this point, verification that checkmark, is become more like oh my god yes it's cool like it's not i feel like it lost its meaning where in the past it was more about like celebrities a-list and stuff now not to throw shades even porn stars have verification check mark again not to say like oh my god they don't deserve it it's cool do you but it's more like i remember in the past verification was so difficult and normally only people who could get verified would be like you're on Forbes, you're on like really, really prestigious places, which is now even Forbes lost its meaning. I have to be completely honest. There are literally so many people you can just pay and be on Forbes. Just putting it out there. But I'm just saying that's like little story of like how I wanted it to happen. Then it backfired on me. Then I just realized like, maybe it's just not the time because I knew that I was forcing it so much. And I just like I was like, oh my God, I have this goal and I just really want to make it happen and I will get verified. Then, you know, things turned out differently and it wasn't actually also necessary, not anything necessarily that I did. It was more like the company didn't do what they were supposed to do. I mean, they did deliver the articles or whatever, but they did not do the verification part and that's just kind of that, honestly. But anyways, I'm just saying I learned from that experience that maybe it's just not the time and I should focus on other things. And that's what I'm trying to say is that like focus on your own path. Sometimes we always think, oh my God, I can do this. I can do that. And I can be like that person. But is that even your own path? And that's what I realized that like it's just not my time right now for that. Maybe I can do other things in the meantime. And also to be honest, I've seen so many influencers who have so many followers or who have decent engagement and community and everything or they're close to millions of followers or they're not even verified. And that doesn't mean that they're like any less or they're not better, that they're like worse than other (laughs) influencers who are just like verified because I just don't think like that. So I just made a peace with it and today I'm trying to do the same. Okay, so the other thing I want to mention that this is important and it's hard to do is to enjoy other people's success because I know when you watch someone else's achievements or success and like you know you have this reaction of this you know envious that like you're like oh my god I wish I did this or I wish I got that I don't know verification check mark or got that casting call (laughs) or I got that part that I wanted or I got that commercial, but I didn't, right? But I think it is important to just be happy for other people's success because I think envious is not a good thing and it also makes you like so, it, like it's not a good feeling. Also, it it projects onto that other person too, like oh, because like sometimes people think that like this is so personal because it's not like it's more about that feeling that like oh my god I wish I could have done that it's more to do with you versus with that person but you don't want to create a bad relationship with that person by not being happy for them especially if it's your colleague or someone you talk to you never want to be that person because trust me <laughs> I have been there it doesn't end well but also like what do you achieve from that? Like nothing. Besides like maybe burning some bridges or like not even making a good um, like name for yourself. Because guess what? If you celebrate their achievement or what they're doing these days and what they achieved, in the future when you share your own achievement, they're going to come and be like, Merce, congratulations. Merce, like you did great. So happy for you or whatever. Like, that's what you need to do. Because, like, at the end of the day, things are all about the community. And I feel like we should never see that, like, oh, my God, it's a competition. It's either you or him. You have to think more like that, like, there could be multiple people who could be just as successful. I know there are so many things in the (laughs) field, I guess. You could be like, oh, my God, no, there's only one person or couple people or few people who become successful but no I'm telling you like especially in my industry that I would say is like there are so many influencers who are just as successful you don't have to be at the one million you don't have to be verified for even like to make decent money you don't even have to have so many followers anymore industry has changed and I feel like it's important to just like understand that To see that like there's room for everyone You don't have to think like Oh my god like this person achieved that I'm never going to achieve what they did Trust me You can even achieve something else That's way bigger Years and years ago I was always dreaming about working with some of the companies That I was like oh my god it's They think I'm a joke They, they would never take me seriously Now they come knocking on my door or just they just always want to send me something or talk to me or like my picture, comment on my picture. Like I, I like I used to dream about this and now it's happening. And I feel like so I'm learning that like, oh, my God, like there's so much place in this in this world, I guess you could say that, like you couldn't achieve things. And everyone's because back to the first point, everyone's path is so different. They might achieve one thing, you might achieve that in the future, or you might achieve completely something else. But there's a place for everyone to achieve their own goals and your time will come too. And lastly, this is the last thing I would say that will kind of conclude what I'm trying to say here that will stop the comparison is to kind of concentrate on gratitude concentrate that what you have right now is what you have and it is important to just appreciate that i think i always try to tell myself this especially because like i know when i first started this career like i i i first of all i didn't even expect that this would go anywhere like to be completely (laughs) honest because influencer industry was so new and like blogging was so big and no one was talking about influencers it was like no one even knew what influencer meant and like they were laughing at you if you said something like that and I was kept thinking like oh my god like this is some sort of a side hustle or something you know like I'm just starting out until I find a job then you know things keep coming one after another and I, I started to have this like Goals. I was like oh my god I want to work with Starbucks I want to work with Chipotle I want to work with like these big companies And they just keep happening And like I want to go to festival for free Or I want to go to this uh, Stay at the hotel for free Or I want to work with a car company or something Like there's so many things That I never thought it would happen But it happened day after day Or year after year Again it's not to say like oh my god It just always goes high and goes up In the charts Sometimes it goes down, there's always lows and highs, but there are things that I have accomplished that I cannot just say that like, oh my God, I didn't. I cannot just ignore that I had some accomplishments. And I feel like that's where I'm trying to come at is that like, I think sometimes we are so harsh on ourselves to think that like, oh my God, I didn't achieve this, but this person who's in the same field or same age as me, they achieved that. Like, you know, sometimes people say that, like, oh, my God, like, I'm a 26, 25. I got a house. Like, but I, you don't you don't have a house. You, you're just renting or you live as your parents. It's, like, it's totally fine. Like, trust me, sometimes even, like, people who buy houses, amount of problems they have is, like, do you even want this at this stage? That's what I'm trying to say is, like, I feel like it's so hard to compare yourself to them that, like, I never do that anymore. I feel like only thing that gets to me it's not the money part it's more to do with the career because I'm such a career driven person and I feel like I really want to get to that stage in my career that like I feel like I did everything I could and I get to the top I guess but I feel like because I haven't got there yet that's why it's still a sensitive topic for me but every single day (laughs) whenever I have these moments and that's why I'm even talking about this on this podcast that like I want to show that like I appreciate how much I have come and how far (laughs) I have, I still have to go but I have accomplished so many things like building this podcast, (laughs) building my YouTube channel, building my TikTok and like Pinterest which is insane to me that I have over thousands of followers on Pinterest like people struggle so hard to grow that so like I'm just trying to achieve I mean, uh, appreciate all these things or like, uh, I don't know, like working with big brands on Instagram and everything is like, those are really, really big things and I want to appreciate them. Like, I feel like so many more things can come along and I want you guys to do the same because that is so important because without appreciating what you have now, you're not going to have uh, those goals that you want because appreciating is the first thing. And I feel like that's very important to emphasize in here. And that's what I want to conclude it with. Anyways, (laughs) that is the episode for today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or Variegate Your Podcasts. And I'll see you guys next week. with another episode. Bye, guys.